What's up, everyone? This is Must Go Faster, a pop culture podcast for the people. I'm your co-host, Ben Brantlinger, broadcasting from Brooklyn. And out in Long Beach, California, I'm Robert Denfeld. So last episode, we talked about the year in television. Uh, Rob gave his top five TV seasons of the year. I shared my top five episodes. So be sure to check out that episode. If you haven't already, you can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, etc. So give yeah. that one a listen. Please do. But in this episode, our 20th episode, oh, yeah. if I might add. Big one. Big uh, seminal 20th, whatever. Yeah, it's a landmark. It, means. it is. Landmark it is episode. A landmark. Totally. <laughs> We're going to talk about the year in music. And oh, yeah. more specifically, each rank our top 10 songs of 2017. Yep. So we decided to do songs rather than albums. Um, I think for a couple reasons. I think the biggest one being that there were definitely a few great albums that came out this year. Yeah, definitely. You know, Damn by Kendrick, the Lord album, uh-huh. others. But I would say compared to last year, it kind of paled in terms of like just big major releases. Yeah. Um, you know, last year you had, you know, the Radiohead, a Moonshaped Pool, Coloring Book by Chance, Beyonce's Lemonade, Kanye's Pablo. I mean, this goes on and on. Yeah, yeah. Bony Bear. Um, and I think, you know, we're, we live in such a single driven era, you know, more and more. Totally. And, um, and we remixes, just kind of, features. To- right. Totally. I mean, it's, it's sad to say, but, and this is, I'm not the first to say this, but you know, <laughs> the art of the album has kind of been dying year right. after year, especially right. with the rise of streaming. So we kind of just felt songs are more appropriate, would be a li- bit more fun and back and forth. Yeah. And it is kind of the dominant way people consume music now. So uh-huh. we're going to do top 10 songs we're gonna play clips from each as we discuss it Um, seems like i've seen more uh you know top 10 songs list or top 50 songs list than i have albums lists online Mm -hmm. you know just trying to consume as many of these lists as possible not too more digestible yeah not yeah and it's a little more like you can have a bigger scope in your list when you do songs because you can get a more variety of genre and things so yeah I, i just it seems to be the way to sort of rate the year looking back on it uh it's a little more popular than doing album ratings i would say yeah yeah i think it's more modern yeah uh, definitely our you know i would say our preference for for this year as well and it's a tough list to put together let me tell you it's uh oh man it's hard you don't want to admit yeah yeah this was the hardest i would say We've. I feel like we say this every time we're putting. I know. Like I know. We stressed out so hard over it. This no, one was I, definitely the hardest. I would say actually the yeah. most uh, anxious I got, and the most. I mean, <laughs> we were changing up our list down to the minute. Like the amount of texts we exchanged over the last few days. I mean, it's yeah. been a roller coaster ride. We didn't want to have too many uh, similarities on our list. Like we wanted to represent as many artists as possible, but also, mm-hmm. you know, put our put our Be true, true feelings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I definitely did a lot of re-listening. I've I probably listened. I told you this. Uh, probably listened to the same thirty songs over and over for the past yeah. week. But it's been kind of fun, and I've just yeah. tried to enjoy it and have fun with it, and you know, swap things around as I feel sort of emotionally connected this to certain songs and things so so yeah i I approach my list i know you're gonna sort of sum up how you approached your list Mm -hmm. i I looked at this as which songs had the biggest place in the culture this year combined with which songs will have the the most lasting impact as a song from 2017 like in you know a decade from now looking back on this year what songs stand out and which songs have the biggest shelf life 
Um, and then also just simply which songs gave me the most joy and made me the most excited this year. So that's that's what my thought process was with trying to make up this list. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Until your last point, I think, yeah, ultimately, um, yeah, these are songs, you know, they all came out this year and we just loved listening to the most. We love the way they make made us feel. Um, right. And, uh, you know, just and that's like, the most yeah, important thing about music. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, the joy, like, what kind of emotion they pulled out of you. Yeah. Um, you know, the sounds, the sonic feel, um, right. what kind of attitude they brought, um, what kind of scenarios you can envision yourself listening to them in. I mean, yeah, music, it's obviously such a, just a pa- powerful art form. Um, right. And yeah, these were the 10 that really stood out to us. And, you know, we're not saying that, you know, every one of our choices here are like some musical masterpiece per se, but they are the ones I think we each... Uh, love listening to the most over and over again that really stuck out to us that we wanted to put on kind of like our favorite slash you know best song of the year list and I want to say we you know we helped out each other a little bit with our list as I mentioned we did a lot of back and forth with one another we kind of nudged each other in certain directions um, and we wanted to give you know some uh, you know diversity in terms of genre vibe you know gender and we also were sure to uh, make sure that all artists were only represented um, once on each of our lists right. or else like literally my entire list would have been <laughs> damn one through 10. <laughs> yeah. And we would have, I know the podcast would be, would be over or just, it would just been a <laughs> like, damn ram. Yeah. Kend- Kendrick. <laughs> yeah, totally. So um, yeah, I guess just keep that methodology in mind as we run right. through our lists. Um, and it's such a personal art form, as you mentioned, like everybody's taste yeah. is different. Um, if I did this list again in two months, you know, looking back, it could be, I could have five different songs on it. You know, it's just, it's, it's sort of what is, is in my head right now. And it's a very difficult thing to come up with. I, I mean, it's a fun activity. I I don't really recommend it unless you have to, just because it's kind of (laughs) an obtuse uh, act or uh, exercise, but yeah, it's, it's a fun thing to do. Totally. No, that's a good point that, yeah, I would say music out of all the art forms is like the most subjective. Right. Um, I'm sure, Plenty of people are going to hear these lists and be like, what the hell? You included this, but you didn't include that. Yeah. Right. It's Music is so, so freaking subjective. There's yeah. more genres than there's ever been. There's more music out there than it's ever been. It's more fragmented. Uh-huh. So we're saying that these are the 10 that we kind of love the most. And, sure. uh, you know, just, you know, feel free to, you know, argue with us. But um, yeah, I would say feedback. just remember We'd that it's that. all... It's all ultimately subjective, but I think, you know, yeah. when we go through our top 10, we'll try to each make our case as to why it deserves to be on our list. Well, so should we, without further ado, Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, we're going to start out with a few honorable mentions that didn't make our lists, but we're going to try to do this very quickly. Um, should I start here, Ben? Yeah, yeah. Let's hear your uh, ones that didn't quite make the cut. Okay, so the song Cardi B, uh, or the song Bodak Yellow by Started Cardi B. Started strong. <laughs> yeah. Bodak Yellow. I'm the hottest in the street. No, you probably heard of me. Got a bag and fix my teeth. Hope you hoes know it ain't cheap. And I pay my mama bills. I ain't got no time to chill. Think these hoes be mad at me. They baby father run a bill. Say, little bitch, you can fuck with me if you wanted to. These expensive, these is red bottoms, these is bloody shoes. Cardi B's song, Bodak Yellow, a single. Um, I have to say, this is literally the only, first and only song I've ever heard by Cardi B. Um, yeah, I mean, it's she's a just artist. a hype song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this song gets me so fired up. It's great. It's a badass, you know, female 
rap song uh-huh. uh very empowering and makes me want to be like in a club and dancing it's just a really cool song um yeah <laughs> kind of kind of just like a like a bomb like flash in the pan for the year you know it's like this new artist and comes out with arguably like the biggest song of the year just out of yeah, nowhere yeah definitely one of the five biggest songs probably the biggest yeah. rap song of the year and yeah. uh yeah, it was kind of a phenomenon in a lot of right. ways. And I think she was like a reality TV star before this. <laughs> right. And I, I don't know too much of her background, but Me neither. it is a pretty, I mean, I, I get why it's popular. And, it's you know, cool I, I've I've rapped along to this song. <laughs> yeah, <know>. definitely. <laughs> Today. Um, so next one I wanted to mention is this artist called Loyal Carner. He's a, a, a London-based rapper. And the, the song is called Ain't Nothing Changed, and it's from the album, his debut studio album, Yesterday's Gone. Uh, this is a really cool artist. Um, his real name is Benjamin Gerard Coyle Larner, but he goes by Loyal Carner as his stage name. Um, his rap is like very eloquent and articulate and considered. Um, it's art, uh, you know introspective, and this song especially has this really cool like jazz driven beat and great flow it's a great escape brothers you can better than me i'm in a hurry worry what if they forget about me i'm just another number nothing when the check will bounce see i went moving for money but there's nothing but debt around me so when the rest of found me bugging in the brain and i'm somewhere between a struggle and the strain they got us why every fucking song the fucking same and i tell them this cause ain't nothing changed saying ain't nothing changed i'm saying ain't nothing changed um, I didn't include it on my list. It probably would have been in my top uh, 10, but this song was actually released November of 2015, but as a single and a video, but the, the album didn't come out until January of 2017. Mm. Um, the Independent, the uh, the British newspaper, called it their number one album of the year, and that's how I discovered this album and this artist. I hadn't even heard of him before this. Um, I highly recommend this to people. A lot of people probably haven't heard it or heard of him in the in the U.S., but it's a really cool album, and the, the song I loved especially was called Ain't Nothing Changed. Um, real quick, uh, Action Bronson. I loved his album, Blue Chip 7000, choreographer. All I do is run through him. Damn, I should have took the blue pill. It's too real. I signed for two for 22 mil. Option for the third. You ain't clapping on the curb. We never see you in the street. And me, I'm always on the town. You hear me? I'm the man right now. I got the plan right now. Fuck that. I got the world in my hand right now. I should be somewhere sunny getting tan right now. Love that album, man. Yeah, the song choreographer, especially, and the chairman's intent. Another song, uh, really cool album. Didn't quite make my list, but it was very close. Um, and then, lastly, as my honorable mentions, I want to mention uh, this artist called Chronics. They're a Jamaican-based uh, reggae group, nice. and they they came out with an album this year called Chronology. And I actually saw them open up for Nas and Lauren Hill at the Hollywood Bowl. And they did a song, uh, well, the, my favorite song on the album is called Skankin' Sweet. For every pain, there's a melody, yeah. For every trouble, there's a harmony that brings everything together. Some make we sing together. And who said life no order? And every man got this struggle. I beg you to help me, Lord. And let me know what But yeah, it's just a, a really cool 
reggae album. Didn't quite make my list, but I thought about it and I wanted to recommend it to people because it's probably pretty lesser known, um, but a really cool album. So do you want to do your um, honorable mentions before I start my list? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, okay. So yeah, a few tracks that I really love that I struggled with potentially added in my top 10, but didn't quite make the list. So um, yeah. first off is uh, Frank Ocean's track Chanel, which I yeah. believe we, we talked about in an earlier episode this year. I just think it has an awesome use of his uh, rap skills, which you don't see too often. Um, and also just his like great vocal range. He just sounds awesome on the track. My guy pretty like a girl. And he got five stories to tell. I see both sides like Chanel. See on both sides like Chanel. Swimming laps through pool water. Eating like I'm underworld. Had my tattoos in Shibuya. Police think I'm of the underworld. The production and the beats just really smooth. Pretty simple and straightforward, but it's a... One of my favorite Frank tracks and one that I kind of wish was on Blonde, his release yeah. Um, yeah. from last was, year. So It's kind of weird that it wasn't. It's a good song. Yeah, right. And he put out a few other singles this year, but this one yeah. was, was definitely my favorite. Um, the next track is by a rapper, ASAP Ferg. Are you familiar with ASAP Ferg? I am indeed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So his song, <laughs> Plain Jane. Okay. So this is just like straight up menacing rap that yeah. jacks you up. I think he's a really underrated rapper. It's almost like primal sounding music. He has this really deep voice and the production nice. has this like very, like these steel drums and it just like, I don't know, it reminds you of like of being like a caveman or I don't know, it's <laughs> yeah. just like really unique in a way. I hear you. This song just bangs and nice. it's a really, one of the better, um, yeah, just rap party or not even party track just like straight up rap tracks of the year sure um moving over to more of the indie genre um i wanted to uh shout out the xx who had an album that came out um back at, right at the beginning of the year in january uh their track i dare you which mm-hmm. was i would say like my first favorite song of 2017 okay Um, I just really love how this song builds momentum and it has that trademark minimalistic style with the XX where it's just essentially like electronic drums, bass, and clean electric guitar. Uh Just a really beautiful track and definitely my favorite off that album and a a really good live band that I saw earlier this year as well. So nice. I wanted to shout them out. Cool. Um, my other two honorable mentions. Um, so this artist uh, who's not very well known, uh, this London-based electronica artist who's signed to an independent label, his name's Elderbrook. And it's a track called Good Times. And this is just a really well-produced dance track. It's just like not obnoxious. It's like a song you can dance to and like you could hear in, in like the club or whatever, uh, but sure. it's um, just really melodic, um, catchy, 
And I don't know. I just love listening to it. So this is a track I'm sure probably no one listen. You know, most yeah. people listening hasn't heard of this artist. But, That's all right. Um, Elderbrook, Good Times. Check it out. It's on you know Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you can find it. Yeah. And then the last honorable mention is a track that I recently got into from an album that came out uh, this fall or you know just like a month or two ago is. Um, Ric Flair Drip. Oh. <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> okay. By Offset, who's one third of Migos. And yeah. this is the album that a he did with um Twenty One Savage, who I'm not a fan of at all. Right. But this song doesn't include them. It's just basically offset in this Metro Boomin beat. He did all the production. <laughs> nice. Ric Flair Drip go woo on a bitch. Fifty seven ninety spent the coupe on my wrist. Multi million dollar, I'm a fool with the hits. Hop up in the lemon and drop the roof, show the tits. Popping, but you really not gonna shoot. This song, like Plain Jane by Asap Ferg, it just bangs. The hook is yeah. so catchy. The lyrics are ridiculous, but it's a really nice, like, buttery flow. Ooh, buttery. Um, That's and, a, Oh, yeah. I'm use that. I just, uh, it's it's addictive. Like it's one that you just kind of want to put on repeat. Yeah. And it's it's one that I've really been enjoying lately. So nice. those are some of my honorable mentions. Uh, Big year for Migos. Oh, totally. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Huge. Totally. Um. So let's get into our our top ten. All right. Officially, Rob, want to lead things off here? Yep. All right. Here we go. We're gonna go ten to one and switch off. So I'm gonna start with my number ten. It is Francis and the Lights. May I have this dance featuring? You may. Rob. It's a remix featuring Chance the Rapper. I know you've been looking for something hungry. You must have been born with two right feet. You must have been born with two right feet. Said, I love you more than your mother. More than you love yourself. May I have this dance? So this song was originally released on the album that came out in 2016, uh, just called May I Have This Dance, or the album was called Farewell Starlight, but um, this this remix came out uh, May 18th of 2017, and so Francis and the Lights is an interesting act. Um, he, the main singer, I'm not even sure of his name, uh, he has a really interesting voice. Um, it, it's, yeah. it reminds me a lot of Sting. Um, back in the day mm. that, that may be sort of like blasphemous to some people, but, um, it <laughs> no, is, no, a, a yeah, it's a good, you know, similar and similar sound and style, but yeah, it's, this song is really nice and soothing and just sort of an easy listen. Chance the Rapper has a cool verse. Um, uh, I guess like the second half of the song is Chance and it's just sort of like a smooth, uh, low-key rap verse uh the song's generally about just love and uh you know it's it's a good easy listen and i just kept going back to it this year um Mm -hmm. it it came up you know on my spotify quite a bit and i i never got sick of it and i i still enjoy listening to it and it's somewhat lesser known like not a big pop song but a really cool song yeah i really like uh the music video for this song. Yeah. I don't know if you checked it out, like they do all this like choreographed dance yeah. between Chance and Francis. And uh-huh. he's done this with some other music videos in the past. And I don't know, I think it's just like a really fresh approach to it kind is. of visually representing his music. Like yeah. he's almost dancing like he's in a 
boy band per se, but uh-huh. it's all like solo dance and it's right. nothing like too flashy, but it's like, I don't know. I just think it's like really creative and something that kind of sets him apart. And yeah, this song, like, yeah, sonically, just like really cool production, mm-hmm. very like synthesizer heavy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Chance has, you know, he's always reliable on any right. track. And, I actually uh, like him a little yeah. more as like a featured artist. I, I didn't love yeah, yeah. his album, Coloring Book. I, I mean, it's mm-hmm. a, definitely a no question a great album but it's not really my style of rap that i love but so Mm -hmm. getting back to francis real quick um he also had a song friends friends featuring bony bear last year that song would have been higher on my top 10 songs of 2016 but this single uh may i have this dance also made my list yeah that's a great great check so why don't you start with your 10 cool so my 10 is from the indie rock slash pop group phoenix nice um their track telefono and this is the last track off their new album that came out this year called tmo and i would say that this is the the standout track from the album which i didn't really love it was kind of wasn't very memorable but this track really stuck out to me and it just has like a really like kind of like slow disco feel it's clearly a love song it kind of reminds me i mean they're from france and the lyrics are very like evoke like European love, but it just kind of reminds me of like summer in, in Europe. Um, okay. Love that. has like just really like warm bright like synthesizer tones i just Mm -hmm. i can't help but think of the color like orange when i listen (laughs) to it yeah i don't know i just orange check it out and and let me know what you mean and uh yeah just the melody is just extremely melodic um i mean phoenix is a group they're just always really good at putting together you know harmonizing and putting together really smart and catchy melodies um there's some really cool spoken word in the voice in the verses where the lead singer he's like talking to someone on the telephone rather than singing hence the name telephono Uh and they do this really cool thing where they seamlessly go in between like different languages like french and english and you Hmm. almost don't even it like blends like so seamlessly that you don't even realize that like oh he was just singing french and now it's english and it kind of goes back and forth yeah which i thought was just like a really cool treatment for this song um has a really nice bass line and guitar that's sitting in the background and it's just yeah super catchy really pleasant like this is a song no one's gonna dislike i don't yeah. think yeah and um it's very agreeable one thing yeah totally and one of the things i'll say about phoenix is and this i'm sure people think this is blasphemy but their vocals kind of always remind me a bit of the beatles in a way <laughs> okay. like just the way they harmonize and the tone of their vocals and i think when they really nail a melody it does kind of just I'm sure they're obviously influenced by the Beatles. I mean, every single band that's existed yeah. after the Beatles was influenced by the Beatles. I mean, this podcast is influenced by the Beatles. Right. Every, my, every, my breath is influenced yeah. by everything. Um, so, but I think specifically with their harmonies and the way they sing, I, Phoenix is a band that's like, oh, this kind of, you know, this sounds like John and Paul singing right now nice. a little bit. So, uh, Telefono, uh, really great indie track this year. So that is my number 10. Uh, cool. Rob, what is your your number nine? Number nine, Big Boy, Kill Jill featuring Killer Mike and Jeezy. They say lonely at the top, this the best shit ever. And even if we die today, this shit gon' live forever. Live forever. 
Daddy fat say with three X's Fuck niggas hit the X's No X's on my chest but all these diamonds got me blessed Usually I don't do this Dumb it down go stupid Since 17 been counting M's my bank accounts on Goofy So this song No explanation Yeah, no this song is off Boomiverse The album released on June 16th this single came out April 21st. It got me really excited for the album, and it's the first studio album from Big Boy since 2012. This beat is just really fun oh. and a banger. Um, it samurai. features, yeah, yeah, I just yeah, think totally. like samurai chants. Yeah, like so, the way it's, <laughs> no, yeah, that's a good that's a good <laughs> way to put it. Um, it features this um, Japanese humanoid persona, like voiced. It's voiced by a singing synthesizer, and it's called mm-hmm. Hatsune Miku. I just I just read about this song and found that out. Nice. But yeah, it's like this Japanese sort of sound to the beat, um, and it uses that sample. But anyway, this song just gets me really hyped. Uh, makes me want to dance. Uh, there's this. It's the second track on the album. It's just like a great way to start off an album. Uh, it has a really cool opening verse by Killer Mike, and then Big yeah. Boy drops in and then Jeezy has this awesome sort of hype uh, transition sort of chorus and then it builds up to this awesome big boy verse that you know, like the anticipation that Jeezy creates for big boys like verse drop is just really cool mm-hmm. um it, big boy literally says in the song usually I don't do this dumb it down go stupid but it's it's kind of that sort of rap song where it's just hype you know um i'm glad he did it on this song it's really fun and interesting and different but it also you know seems familiar from big boy it's like a bread and butter like just rap bang track in a way like yeah and i really like uh killer mike's verse who's one of my favorite mcs today i just love how i mean he's a big dude physically but he's on the (laughs) mic he just sounds big you know he's just like this towering presence when he's on any rap track sure whether it's run the jewels or features and i was gonna say of course half of uh run the jewels is is killer mike um so this album i we i really wanted i know we both enjoyed this album i just had to get something from this album on on my top 10 other songs on it in the south um order of operations all night and chocolate were some great songs on this album but Kill Jill was the standout for me, and that's my number nine. I'm so surprised that All Night, which you put me on to, I, I yeah. hadn't heard that song until we did a, a pod about this album back in like early summer. Uh-huh. That should have been a a summer jam. Like I, I know, I don't know. They're you know the label failed them on making that a radio hit because I think it was yeah. you know written by Max Martin, who's like the biggest one of the biggest pop songwriters of the last 20 years and yeah it's interesting just the piano is just so is so infectious and catchy yeah. oh man that's like um, the I, best I dance that club song i've heard it was hard while. for me that definitely is like an honorable mention for me yeah and uh all night maybe that'll get like a second win next year somehow i because, hope so yeah that's just such uh such a fun track so my number nine is an artist um, who most people probably are not familiar with, but they should get acquainted with, is Lizzo with her track, Truth Hurts. Nice. You both to hold me down, but you holding me back, and that's the sound of me not calling you back. Why am I in gray till they gotta be gray? Don't text me and tell it straight to my face. Best friend set me down in the salon chair.
Lizzo is a Minneapolis-based hip-hop artist. She released this song as a standalone single earlier this year. I want to point out she has an she had an album in 2014 simply called Lizzo Bangers. Nice. So you just know she's dope. Damn, um, I'm into that. Or, if you, if you, yeah, shocker, we love the word banger. We've said <laughs> yeah. it about ni- 19 times on yeah, this podcast. It was already. almost the name of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a story for another pod, but that yeah. is true. Um, so this song, I, I think it's like my favorite, one of my favorite like lyrics of the year. Just okay. like really fun and clever wordplay. It's very 2017. It's not, you know, it's not lyrics I can relate to. You know, it's about being like a single woman and like kind of having the upper hand as you're navigating the single landscape. Um, Some really great lines like the hook is like, uh, I'm not going to rap or sing it like Lizzo does, but like why men great till they got to be great. Don't text me. Tell it straight to my face. Best friend sat me down in the salon chair. Shampoo press. Get you out of my hair. Just like really fun, like word pray. pray. Um, I'm going to put that over a beat. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's this cool thing she, you know, she can sing as well. And she, she put, says like, I put the sing in single, which I thought was pretty clever. <laughs> I thought we agreed um, no singing on this podcast. No, I know, I know kidding, that line I had. To no, that was solid. Um, also a line, I think it's in the bridge. It says like, I'm gonna hit you back in a minute. I don't play tag, bitch. I've been it. Yeah. <laughs> so I like these lyrics a lot. Um, she can also rap really well. The hook in this song reminds me. A bit of actually Black, Black Beatles, uh, the big hit from last year from the oh, yeah. duo uh, Ray Shmurda, however, however you pronounce their uh-huh. the second name of that. But um, and just the beat is really bouncy and simple, but it just works really well. And yeah. I definitely have no authority really saying this, but um, you know, you mentioned Bodak Yellow earlier as kind of the female empowering anthem of the year. But I'm uh-huh. gonna I'm gonna go with this one. It's obviously. Okay a fraction well you know of how well known it is compared to bodak yellow sure. but uh yeah any any ladies listening uh check this one out it's, it's yeah a definitely. really really cool track lizzo truth hurts and i wanted to include it in my top 10 so that's my number nine yeah off the album water me which is a cool name i thought and yeah i love the beat on this and it's a, definitely mm-hmm. a cool style and i'm i'm gonna check more of her out i, I haven't really given her a chance or really heard of her before you mentioned it but yeah i definitely like this song totally so what's your uh what's your number eight okay so i'm going with nerd's first single since 2010 non non soundtrack single Lemon featuring Rihanna. Ooh. Woo, this beat tastes like lunch, but it's running from veneers and it's running from the front. But every day, hey, well, lemonade, I was afraid. Once a nigga graduate, would I be okay? So I prayed and I played. It's Rihanna, nigga. My constellation is space. Words, please. Don't spark and chase. Nigga, bath salt. White speakers in the face. Bath salt. White speakers in the face. Bath salt. White speakers in the face. Bath salt. Good choice, good choice. Thank you. This song was released on November 1st. Um, I just love NERD. I love Pharrell Williams. Um, They are a Virginia Beach-based group, and I love the Neptunes Present Clones album that came out in 2003. I've always just been a big big fan of their sound and the, the style of NERD and the Neptunes. Um, as I mentioned, it's the first non soundtrack single since 2010. And this album, no one ever really dies, which is what NERD stands for. comes out December 15th. So just a couple days from now, but it will be coming out before this podcast gets posted. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, this song just, 
bangs. Like it's it's fun. <laughs> it it's it it's been featured in all these like dance competition videos. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of gone viral as like a huge hit in the past few weeks or, or months. And you know the Rihanna feature. I think it's my favorite Rihanna feature and verse she of killed, the year. She kills it. Oh, she's it's an amazing it's verse. Like, She's like ru- totally like in the pocket of that beat, yeah. and you know it switches up like goes like kind of like halftime. The first like about half of the track is very like up tempo and fast, and then uh-huh. they switch things up. Rihanna comes in, just like give me an all. I'm actually ready for like an all rap album of Rihanna. from Rihanna. Like inject that would be it great. into my veins. Yeah, her flow on Loyalty too off Damn yes. the Kendrick album is yeah. really good. This is like another level. Um, so yeah, I, I, I love Rihanna on this track. Totally. I was going to say she had some great features this year. She put out anti the album last year, but didn't have a new album this year, but had, you know, wild thoughts, loyalty mm-hmm. on the Kendrick album, selfish on the future album Hendrix and in this song, but this was my favorite feature she had. It's a really fun song. I've been listening to it, you know, at home in the car puts you in a great mood anytime you listen asleep. to it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's <laughs> not recommended. But yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's pretty uh, universally like just fun hip hop song that there aren't enough of nowadays. I say hip hop is very like has taken a turn for the dark and the mm-hmm. sort of uh, downtrodden tones and things. And I just love a, a hip hop song that gets you moving and makes you feel good and have fun. Totally. And I like how um, Pharrell like, He's singing on this one. It's like he's almost like yeah. straining his voice, and it's like very like high pitched and, uh-huh. um, as you said, just like a really fun beat. It's a song that kind of just makes you want to like just go crazy and act stupid. Totally, basically, yeah. So uh, and that's pretty much what people yeah. are doing in these viral videos, right? If you've right, seen totally. any of those, yeah. So my number eight is from our our girl Lord. Um, nice. her track "Hard Feelings" slash "Loveless." These days, we kiss and we keep busy The waves come after midnight I call from underwater Why even try to get right When you've outgrown a lover The whole world knows but you It's time to let go of this endless summer afternoon Heart feelings These are what they call heart feelings Um, I would say this is the only ballad on my top 10 list and i i really had to include a track from her stunning sophomore album melodrama the production in this track is is really awesome it's just filled with tons of original sounds i would say my favorite part is the bridge there's like these screeching sounds that come in and out there's like hmm. this distortion it's basically just like very like organized chaos in a way yeah. um in the second verse uh lord like kind of does some rapping which works well somehow um and this song it's over six minutes long and mm. so it's it's quite an epic and around the four minute mark uh the beat switches up and it com- comes this totally different thing um it's more of a hip-hop beat there's some samples in there i do want to say that it does there are elements of this song that actually remind me a lot of, of kanye west um yeah. i think this decision too to kind of like switch it up halfway through and do something entirely different um the sound of that bridge that i mentioned kind of uh-huh. reminds me of something that would have been on off Jesus. sure um and just kind of the way it's arranged uh parts of this song where lord really kind of lets the beat breathe like she's not always just singing over everything and i think that's right. a, something that a lot of artists sometimes um 
you know, whether it's in rap Can't pull or, pop off. or elsewhere. Yeah, or or they just like have like I always need to be singing over right. you know most of what you're hearing. Yeah. Um and uh <laughs> don't forget <yeah>. the bridges. <laughs> right, right. No, yeah, the bridge. Uh shout out to the bridge. So um I love this album. I could kind of interchange probably like seven different tracks into my top yeah. ten, but I wanted to pick uh, pick this one, so that is uh, Lord Hard Feeling slash Loveless off Melodrama. Well, you mentioned you could have picked one of seven songs from this album. I have a song coming up later on my list from this album, and it was interesting as I looked at you know people's favorite songs lists on the internet, different media outlets. Uh, this this album always had something represented on oh, a yeah. list, but um, it doesn't there was no consistency to which song it was interesting. Like mm-hmm. I saw at least six or eight tracks from this album represented on lists. And I just thought that was very interesting. Like it's, yeah. it's clearly people's, you know, one of their favorite albums of the year, but it's, it's just an interesting way that she was able to create this album where, uh, people's personal tastes really stand true and they feel strongly that one song is better than another. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, I definitely agree with it. It was very, you know, it was this holistic album I mentioned earlier, like the death of the album. And of course, there are exceptions to this and this album yeah. is one of them. This was, constru- you know, sequenced in a way that really feels like a beginning to end album where every right. song has its own purpose. Jack Antonoff's lead. production. Oh yeah, who, who's great, I think. And you know, yeah, there wasn't, I guess, Greenlight being the first single is probably the most popular song overall, mm-hmm. but it didn't have, like, a top 10 hit, per se. It's right. just a collection of, like, really excellent songs. Right. And like I said, I could have picked, you know, a, you know, cho- chosen from a variety, decided to go with that one. But, nice. uh, yeah, great album, really good song, Lord's Awesome. Uh, Rob, what is your, your number seven? All right, so I'm going with a future track. Future released three albums this year. Essentially, he had one <laughs> quite prolific. one al- super slimy was uh, oh, featuring yeah, Young Thug. They yeah. did like a collective album, but then he had Hendrix, and then this first album was called Future, and the song I chose was called Mask Off. He may have heard of it. So it's just one of the biggest rap songs of the year, of the decade, probably. It was... Um, you know, a single before this album came out in February, but it, it regained life in the summer or in May, May 25th when the remix came out featuring Kendrick Lamar. And I was struggling trying to decide which version of the song I should put in my top 10. I knew I wanted to have one of them, but the the remix featuring Kendrick just kind of turns into a Kendrick song, you know, like it's, he just dominates any (laughs) beat that he gets on and it just sort of becomes its own entity. But I wanted to put the original, uh, it has another verse by future, you know, added to the end. That's not on the remix that I like. And, um, I mean, this song is just going to be heard for years. I anticipate (laughs) in clubs and, the ultimate slow sort of steady, steadily flowed, uh, banger track. Um, you know, Ben, I'm going to be 
somewhat candid here and say I've never taken Molly, but this song <laughs> this song makes me want to try it <laughs> because well, I want to know yeah, Molly Percocet. It's right. Like, it's not really like my twenty years world, ago. But... That wouldn't be. Um, yeah. I don't know if that would have. Fl- yeah, it's just amazing that there's you know one of the biggest. Ra- it's just this hump right. that's you know Molly Percocet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, I don't. It's, it's recommend wild. or endorse. Yeah, we're not condoning the... anything. Here, but, <laughs> yeah, uh, he makes it sound enticing. It, um, I, I want to know how he got to this state of mind and this feeling <laughs> right. that that the song evokes. Uh, totally, it's, it's it's just a really cool track. I never got sick of it. It was on my my running playlist for the entire year. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I just, I just thought it was a really awesome rap song. Big year for the flute. I want to say too. Oh yeah. Uh, flute flute driven is, beat is, for sure. That's yeah. That is like one of the standout elements of this track. It's also yeah. like, you know, Drake put it on his album. There's no Drake on our list. Um, sorry to any Drake fans, but no. uh, it has been a big year for the flute and mask off is the biggest example yes. of that. Um, so my number seven, so Again, yeah, this is probably an artist people haven't heard of, but um, something I want to shed light on. It's a track called uh, What You Need, and it's from this New Zealand-based artist called Bank, B-A-Y-N-K. It features Uh this uh, female, uh, Nika, and um, it's off an EP he released this fall called Someone's, and we'll play a snippet here. Boy, you had it from the start the way i see this song is like i like to call it just like ear candy basically it's just like yeah. sonic pleasure it's addictive totally. and just it's filled with sounds that just like treat my ears well um and it's just really great use of synthesizers i love the overall sound the female vocals by nico are really just like soaring and high pitched and i for some reason i get like this jungle vibe when i'm listening to it i just want to like go in the jungle i kind of described it as like (laughs) yeah i described it as like trippy and ethereal and yeah yeah yeah. jungly (laughs) (laughs) right um and i just think this track is like expertly put together really meticulous um the hook of what you need is repetitive in the course but it kind of lodges inside your brain and doesn't let go i really like how in the course as well the drum pattern kind of like switches up um and it's just like a song you can dance to it but also kind of have it on in the background and it's just really fun to listen to um kind of similar to one of my honorable mention tracks uh the good times by elderbrook both like lesser known artists but um just like really good dance music that like is really just melodic and well produced and like not obnoxious at all like it's just really smooth and good listening Nice. Um, and just really fun to listen to an artist to look out for next year. I mean, I think the, this track has like 13 million streams on Spotify, so it's not like mm-hmm. he's, you know, nobody, you know, or anything. But um, yeah. I think, yeah, he could, you know, see a big year next year. So cool. That is my number seven. Um, Rob, give me your number six. Number six, Calvin Harris, Slide featuring Frank Ocean and Migos. She having it with the color working on the bachelor. I know you got a pass, I got a pass that's in the back of us. Average, I'ma make a million on the average. I'm riding with no brain, bitch, I'm out of you. Do you try on all your nights like this? Do you try on all your nights like this? Do you 
So this was a single released February 24th. Uh, it currently has 425 million listens on Spotify. Uh, it's a huge, you know, single from this year. It's going to be remembered. And, you know, we're going to be hearing this song for years at weddings and parties. This is the type of song that will make your grandma dance to Amigos verse. Um, <laughs> it's Bold claim. It's just, you know, Frank Ocean's uh, is like the first two minutes of the song. Just this really like smooth, silky. um, It it is sort of a dance track, but it's very slow, um, if that makes sense at the same time. Yeah, it's not like hyper fast and in your face. No, it's like a mellowed out dance song. Yeah. Um, And it kind of transcends genre and, and generational gaps. Like, I just feel like everybody can enjoy this song for what mm-hmm. it is. And yeah, I just, I, I've not really heard anybody say anything negative about this song and, you know, everyone kind of like gets into it and starts dancing as soon as the beat hits and it puts you in a good mood. It, it just has all the qualities of a great pop song. And I, I wanted, this is my, my feature of Migos on my list. They had a great year, a lot of songs they were featured on they had their album um culture which is a really good rap album but didn't quite make my list anywhere so yeah um calvin harris is amazing at creating these pop hits featuring some of the best hip-hop and r&b artists today and so yeah this calvin harris slide is my number six word so my number six is uh, from this very young 24-year-old pop artist uh, named Lauv. Um, it's his track, I Like Me Better. Yeah. I like me better when I'm with you. I knew from the first time. I stayed for a long time because I like me better when I like me better when I'm with you. This track, it was released as a single early this year, not necessarily part of an album, and really blew up on Spotify this year. It has about 275 million streams to date. He's basically rode that success into a world tour with Ed Sheeran. Oh, wow. Um, It's kind of like case in point for just how much, you know, these streaming numbers can really break artists in 2017. It's now getting radio play. Mm -hmm. Um, But as a song, I just think this is... um, just like really smart pop music. Um, yeah. it's, it's definitely the, I would say the poppiest song on my list, but it, it's smart, well-written. It has like an R&B influence. I read that, you know, Laub, he has a, as a background in, in kind of jazz music. He went to NYU for music technology. Um, okay. I believe he produced this track himself and wrote it entirely himself. And that's cool. Um, I think the hook in this song, it has like the, it's the synthesized violin. It's just, it's very, yeah. Distinct. I was wondering what that instrument was. Yeah. It totally. almost is like a sitar. Right. Right. In a way, it's just, it's very distinct and kind of unique. And like, I don't think there's any hook in 2017 that really sounded like it. And I think that's a big yeah. reason why it was so successful. Um, just the way it was, you know, written, I think, the pre-chorus when he's singing I Like Me Better and then going into that hook I think it's mm-hmm. just really really well arranged there's some really nice um, soft like muted palm muted guitar cool. and it's it's kind of like pop songwriting 101 but in like a really good way I feel like yeah. this song could be like taught into like here's how you write a good pop song 
And so I listened to this. Oh, go ahead. Finish. I was just going to say, yeah. And the lyrics are very accessible. It's, it's, you know, relatable. It's clearly a love song about finding love in New York city when you're young. Yeah. And obviously yeah. Like being like, Oh, I like me better when I'm with you. And it's right. very optimistic. And, uh, yeah, I just really love this song. And, uh, yeah, that's my number six. I was going to say, I, I listened to this song again today to try to, f- you know, have a thought for it. And I was, I was thinking, I wonder why Ben put this on his list. And the first line is to be young and in love in New York City. And oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. well, that's why Ben loves it. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, totally. it's it's a really good song. I like it a lot, too. Nice. So what is your uh, we're getting down to the second half. Yes. Here, Rob. Um, Top fives. Oh, man. I got to got to put on some deodorant. I'm sweating. Here we go. Um, yeah. So <laughs> what is your what is your number five? All right. Number five, LCD sound system. Oh, baby. Now, this is off the American Dream album, which was released on September 1st, and it was my favorite rock album of the year, so I wanted to represent the album with a track. Um, I could have gone with Tonight or American Dream or a few others, but I chose Oh Baby, which is the opening track, just because it's a really cool uh, lead-in to an album. This is like a huge anthem rock album and a great piece of collective you know, music making and a uh, you know, a complete album that has its own sound and its own style. Um, James Murphy's vocals are really awesome in this track and throughout the whole album. It's a, you know, a soothing beat that that has like a one one minute build up to the opening. And it's a cool way to open an album, as mm-hmm. I said. Um, I know you love this album as well. And we yeah. we sort of fought over who is going to put this on their list. But <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I chose Oh Baby. I know we featured it on an earlier podcast, but it is my favorite track from the album and probably the track that I'll listen to the most going forward, um, just as a representative from this album. And yeah, I, I think if people haven't heard this album, I know LCD Sound System is not like a huge pop name or anything, but they, I mean, they over have the a years, they following. Yeah, they've, I mean, they have like a huge cult fan base. And at this point, yeah. I would say they're almost like, so well known that they're not obviously they've never been like a mainstream band but you know sure. over the last 10 years they've really built up a quite a fan base and you know they're yeah. on tour right now they're actually on the top of my list to see live i've just heard they're like this nice incredible unit of sound oh yeah um, and this this yeah. album i i said sounds like a rock anthem album like i bet it's so awesome in a huge uh setting with like massive speakers i just bet it sounds really awesome mm-hmm. live nice so what is your number five? So my number five is a track called Uh-huh. Julia Michaels. So this is off her EP um, called Nervous System. So she 
started out as a, a big uh, co-writer for a bunch of pop stars. She's written for, you know, Justin Bieber, 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 Justin Bieber, um, <laughs> um, Demi Lovato, uh, Gwen Stefani, etc. And she basically signed a major deal um, and started releasing her own material this year. And I discovered this track um, through actually, I think it was Rolling Stone's 50 Best Songs of the Year. Okay. Um, and this is definitely one of the best pop songs of 2017. Um, a lot I really love about it. Um, you know, just from the beginning, just like this steel string acoustic guitar, it's almost like recorded in a way where it's like extremely close to the strings. Like it doesn't sound like perfect kind of on purpose. It's like slightly out of tone, but it just gives it this authentic feel that I really dig. The chorus is awesome. Like it has this kind of hip hop feel and with the drums when it first breaks. Uh Um, I love that they added this kind of slight distortion to her vocals in the chorus. And yeah, you know, she sounds kind of like bratty. Um, and I think kind of like on purpose, um, especially the hook of like, uh huh. Like it has kind of this bratty sound Uh to it, but it's, yeah, yeah. yeah, But it's, I don't know. It works really well in the context of the whole song. It's super catchy. Yeah. The bridge as well. It's one of those songs. Like when you first heard it, you're like, Oh, I'm going to listen to this 50 times in a row before. I (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um, and I want to say too, it's always cool just to have like a really successful songwriter behind the scenes, start like putting, their own name at the forefront of their work and releasing mm-hmm. their own material. Like every pop song you hear has so many people involved, whether it's producers, sound engineers, other songwriters, right. instrumentalists, and they're the secret weapons that really make these songs work and they right. deserve to have a light shine on them. So yeah. I give her props for like going into the, you know, into the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And it's also just nice to hear a pop song, um, similar to like, I like me better. Um, that isn't like just jacked up on like breakdowns and up-tempo drums and like sure. horns and chants and all this nonsense that, you know, it's just like that makes up a lot of today's biggest songs. So it's refreshing in that way. And uh, yeah, really love it. I'm glad she got a chance because she has an awesome voice. And uh, like you said, she's been sort of around popular songs for quite a while, but now she's breaking out as her own artist. Um, I, I like the beat, like you said, it's it's catchy and feel good, and it's a cool combination of acoustic guitar and like an electronic beat that kind of interchange yeah. with each other. I thought that was it's a really interesting, cool pop song. So uh, number four. All right, so Let's number four, I'm gonna go with a song from an album that I know we both loved. It is the Paramore album After Laughter, mm. and the track I chose as my. Number four song of the year is Hard Times. So this track, it's, you know, it has this big 80s feel to it. And it's obviously about some sort of down uh, subject matter. And I know um, Haley, Haley Williams spoke about, that's her name, right? Haley Williams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, she spoke about, you know, a lot, has, a lot of life has happened, quote, between albums uh, um, from all band members. And, you know, they've experienced some some hard times hence the name of this track it's the the first track on the album and so they speak it's very personal it's uh you know 
speaking on some things that the band members have experienced since their last album, which came out four years ago. So um, it's just a really cool way to open the album. I, I loved the beats and the feel to it. It, it kind of is like Cindy Lauper esque '80s track. Um, Ooh, loves 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 Cindy Lauper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you know <laughs> yeah, and it's it's like a. I mean, it's it's fun and lively, but it also is very has introspective lyrics, uh, which somehow still feel like uplifting and inspirational because the beat uh, drives it and. Some other songs on this album, Tell Me How, Caught in the Middle, and Rose Colored Boy, uh, Told You So. Like, this album was just really, really well done and one of my favorite complete albums of the year. And I love Haley Williams' voice. I think she's one of our, one of the best female vocalists working today in, in pop slash rock music. So uh, I wanted to represent this album and I chose Hard Times. Yeah, no, definitely. And I would say I definitely agree that Paramore has become one of the most kind of consistent rock bands, um, you know, over the last 10, 15 years. And that is a good segue to my number four, because speaking of consistent rock bands, uh, especially over the last 20 years, I would say the most consistent rock and roll band over the last 20 years is Spoon. Nice. And my number four is their title track off their latest album, Hot Thoughts, which came out back in March. Yes. would say this and oh baby which you just talked about are like the best opening rock tracks of the year yeah um the way this one starts with like this fading synthesizer that's like you know kind of like pulsing in and out the drums mm -hmm. come in with the vocals um you know really great lyrics in this song just like with really cool imagery like you know the opening lines are like hot thoughts melting my mind could be your accent mixing with mine just like cool mm -hmm. like rhyme schemes um in the second verse mm -hmm. your teeth shining so white light up this sad street in shibuya tonight it's like in tokyo just like kind of putting the listener in like i don't know just like a sense of place yeah and um you know i love the guitar in this track it's just like slices through it really makes me want to pick up you know the old six string and start you know, <laughs> I don't play guitar as much as i used to but uh it's one that makes me want to do that it has a awesome. great um it has a great woo in, in this song right after the first course <laughs> i was like um, what happened <laughs> i wanted to i wanted to, i didn't want to like scream that in the mic yeah yeah but um yeah and just on the surface i think this song it may not sound very complicated per se but there's just tons of nuance in the songwriting and production of this track you can tell sure. it's written by a band that's been together for um you know 20 years as they have and it's just just like a damn cool like just badass rock and roll song and nice. I, I saw them live about a month ago when they were just so tight and precise they played nice. the song as part of their encore one of the best rock shows I've seen in the last few years. So that uh, usually, when you see a band live in a year and they have a new album and they perform it, it usually makes the album and a certain song or so or a few stick out in your mind. Yeah, totally. So that is my number four. We're getting into the top three. Rob, give me your top three. Give me your number three. All right, number three. Going with 
Lord. I know you. we already talked about this album yeah, yeah. quite a bit, but the song Green Light, I'm going with from Melodrama. But on the I'll be seeing you So as Ben mentioned, this was the big single that came off the album. I mean, well, you said there weren't huge singles, um, but this was a pretty, pretty large single and it came out March 2nd and the album wasn't released until June 16th. So this song had a lot of time to breathe in on the charts and, and in people's minds and got people really excited for the entire album to come out. Uh, and, you know, Lord just created a great piece of work here. I chose the... I chose sort of the the biggest song just because it's a good representation of the album itself. I you know I loved Supercut and the Louvre Liability, mm-hmm. um, the song that you had Hard Feelings Loveless. Um, it's just a great album, and I wanted to have it somewhere on my list and have something from it. And yeah, I mean Jack Antonoff we mentioned co-wrote this song and also co-produced the entire album. He just has become one of the best uh, pop slash rock producers going and just really has a sense i know he worked on the taylor swift album quite a bit this the, the new one that came out this year he just has a great way uh, of creating he has this like i don't know pop sensibility of like what yeah. creates a good hook what creates a complete song that people can relate to and yeah this song just had legs all year and somehow i never got sick of it and i still enjoy listening to it it's I don't know what what can you say about it. It's uh, it's just a great song. Yeah, yeah, definitely love this track as well. Yeah, cool. So my number three, I'm gonna have to take a breather because I might things might get a little <laughs> okay. little bonkers. Um, go a few inches back. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going with Vince Staples. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Popular demand. I understand my name. It's only for conversation. New York nigga be like dead ass. LA nigga be like on the dead homies. I was off the porch like FedEx. 211 got ran on me. K. Twilight, like the sidekicks. Roll like fried rice and pump power strip. Uh, temporary pimp. Nah, don't remember them. Just canary yellow gym. Jumping out the fucking gym. Uh, swing like new day in the day. Not ride dirty. Paid like two damn away. Retire early. Uh, fade like shadow. A stallion and cattle. A bitch's decision for you is narrow. Collision. The money in your fame. The pharaoh. The physics. Oh yeah, uh, we we've talked about this track um, in our earlier episode this year. Had to bring it back. Um, this could have been my number one, but I put it at three. So this is off his album Big Fish Theory, which is a really unique album. At first, I didn't love it, but I've actually seen it on a lot of you know best of the best album of the year lists, and yeah. I decided to kind of give it another run. And I love it. it. Yeah, it's kind of like an acquired taste at first, but I'm really starting to dig it. Um, this song, it's simple, Rob. This is the beat of the freaking year. I mean, this <laughs> this might be the beat of the damn decade. Yeah, I'm not, it's I'm amazing. Not even, I make bombastic statements in time, but <laughs> at times, but like, seriously, I, I yeah, would put this- You stand rap, by this. This rap beat, I would put up against any rap beat made this decade. It's That's that bold. simple. Yeah. Um, Let's just talk about the beat for a sec. Okay. So Settle it in. sounds like, <laughs> I don't even, I mean, it's hard to describe in a way, but I would say like 
they're like these hits that like it sounds like someone is banging like an aluminum baseball bat on like a radiator or something yeah just yeah. like totally out of this world these boom, 808 boom, bass boom. yeah <laughs> it, like the rattling of the 808 bass like it shakes like your inside like your guts tremble when yeah. you're listening to this song and listen to this beat seriously like don't talk to me if you're listening to this beat like on your iPhone speakers or your, you know basic. <laughs> Go buy a nice pair of noise canceling headphones or some nice speakers with a subunit, whatever. Rent them. Do whatever you can. Listen to this beat and you'll see the face of God or something. I don't know. Something like just crazy will happen. And this uh, this portion of the podcast is brought to you by Boy uh, Bose noise canceling headphones. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go buy Bose. Um, it's just like such a vicious and menacing beat. Um, the way the hi-hats sound, it just makes me wish, you know, I don't have a car up in New York. Yeah. Most people don't, but it makes me want to just blow money on a car <laughs> and some subs and drive around my neighborhood yeah. blasting. Yeah. Right. I get um, it. yeah. It, and you know, the hook of this song, it's pretty simple. Like, you know, yeah, boy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. As you said, um, but, you know, Vince, he doesn't try to do too much rap-wise on this track. He just does enough, though. Um, and, you know, sounds really good, as always. He probably doesn't try to do too much because he knows who's lurking. <laughs> and that is Mr. Kendrick Lamar, who, who? his verse, um, right, may have heard of him. His verse in this song, when you combine it with the beat that's happening, I mean, like, literally, like, there is nothing I'd rather hear. That just hits all of your pleasure centers. Oh my God. <laughs> it's just, I mean, just the, the, the line, I mean, my favorite line is probably like, uh, K dot twilight, the zeitgeist. I mean, that's just yeah. like so freaking dope and yeah. Paid like two Demon Wayne's retire early. Um, it's just his verse. I mean, again, like I don't want to make these insane statements, but like I would put this verse up <laughs> with like any of the decade. Like it's just, the combination of his, like, Kendrick just has this amazing ability to know, like, exactly the way he should sound, depending yeah. on what beat he's on. And I can hear the um, passion in your voice. I can't gushing. even really, I can't really even talk about this track anymore. I get too emotional. <laughs> yeah. So let's just move on. Yeah, okay. right. It's number three. Well, um, I wanted Rob, to mention or, real quick, ahead, before ahead. before I do my number two, I love this album, um, yeah. Big Fish Theory, as you mentioned. And I had the song Bag Back on my list, but I, I cut it for something else since you had... Uh, this song so high on your list, but I I definitely love this album. I I think it's one of the most complete rap albums in a long time. Mm -hmm. So speaking of complete rap albums, I'm going with my number two, a little album called Damn by Kendrick Lamar. Ooh. Biggest album of the year for both of us. The song I chose was DNA. Mm -hmm. I got I got I got I got loyalty, got royalty inside my DNA. Cocaine quarter piece, got war and peace inside my DNA. I got power, poison, pain, and joy inside my DNA. I got hustle, though ambition flow inside my DNA. I was born like this, and sworn like this, immaculate conception. I transformed like this, performed like this, was y'all she a new weapon. I don't contemplate, I meditate, then off your fucking head. This that put the kiss to bed. This that I got, I got. So, this song, I mean, is just insane. Like, there are. He goes, I got, I got, I got. Before, like, the first second ends of this <laughs> right. track. And then there's just, like, boom, like, right <laughs> into this beat, and we're off, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, at the two minute mark, the song resets and. It's one of the most like disturbing, fast, scary 
verses of rap slash beat combination that I've ever heard. Like it almost scares me and it's, it's so yeah. intense and, and unique and <laughs> he just goes hard. I mean, it's, it's a holy yeah. shit flow. Like right, right. The, the entire album is amazing. It's, it was really hard to choose one song and I'm, fairly confident we're about to hear another song from this album very soon mm. but uh yeah dna was my choice it it was just you know the to me the biggest song on the album and had like the i mean humble probably had like the most cultural impact but this yeah. song was just like the oh my god song from the album <laughs> yeah and, and it kicks off the album it, yeah it's the second track but it, i mean the first track is more of like kind of a an sp- intro you know it's, yeah yeah blood totally, yeah so. Yeah, but um, um, my second choice from this album, I know this is silly, but I chose DNA, but Love featuring Zachary was my favorite or second favorite song from the album. So, yeah, yeah. and that's like funny. Yeah, that's it just shows you the range of that album. Like DNA is this just like extremely hard rap track. And right. Love is like this total pop track. Total like Kendrick is singing. Almost, yeah, he's yeah. singing more than rapping in a way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Great, great choice. Um, my number two is my, I would say, my favorite rock song of the year, and it is by this band called White Reaper and their single, Judy French. This is off their album called The World's Best American Band, um, which is a really good all-around record, really yeah. consistent. I really love the band name, too, just like White Reaper. I just think yeah. it's, it's hard to like name bands, and I just think <laughs> they nailed it. Sure. Um, so I first heard this song early this year, and which is like immediately struck by the vocals. It's just uh, really unique and different. It's like this screeching howl, um, but it's also really melodic. I actually don't have the lead vocalist's name down. I should, um, but it's just, I, I watched a few live videos of, of them on YouTube and mm-hmm. it actually translates really well. Like it's not studio trickery, how he's sounding like this guy can pull this off live. And nice. this song just, what I really love about it, it just bridges this line between like pop punk and also like punk rock and hair metal like at times like the guitar sounds like it could be off like a old blink 182 record it's totally like really heavy distortion and yeah crunchy very like riff heavy i was um, glad there was at least one electronic guitar or electric guitar driven track on one of our lists you know? right totally <laughs> there aren't and, that many anymore yeah and also like you know there's just the awesome guitar solo in the bridge like you just yeah. don't hear that much anymore it sounds like some like metal 80s um solo uh the drums have like some or the chorus has some really like complex drums that um just yeah seem like they're really well written but not too busy it fits with the context of the whole course um and uh you know i think they this band reminds me well i mean this is gonna it's a big comparison but like i would say that the clash in a way where it's like sure i get they, it they they 
have kind of like these punk rock sensibilities and their sound, but it's also just like really melodic. You can tell they're just like really good songwriters. So it kind of like toes that line between, you know, pop and punk in a way. Um, the song, it actually yeah, has less than a million streams on Spotify. So huh. I'm putting it out to our listeners to give this some streams. I think it's just a yeah. really um, catchy, awesome guitar driven rock song with some really great riffs. The vocals I said are entirely unique. Um, just some like vocals you're like how is that guy even singing like this but he yeah. somehow pulls it off um, and it's like I want to get him a glass of water or something <laughs> yeah. just really good um, so that is my number two track nice uh, White Reaper Judy French um, we're at our number one numero uno let's do it <sighs> alright so going <laughs> with Jay-Z from the album 444 the song Smile featuring Gloria Carter. Nice. Drug dealers and abusers, America like me, Rufus, my therapist said I relapsed. I said prehaps, I Freudian slipped in European whips, God sent me to break the chain. I'm the true and living, God in the flesh, the rest these niggas is vain, a stain on the white suit, inferior IQ. Niggas that rip your shit off title just to spite you, ah, what did I do? So try to free you. Niggas that love you but hate you cause they can't be you, dump them all in the bayou. Uh. Everybody wave bottle the guy you thought you can lotto. This was meant to be a haiku. Huh. My story's too wide to fit inside. So this this, you know, obviously came with a lot of consideration. Um, I think 444 was a really strong Jay-Z album that came out this year. Uh, obviously came out on um what is the uh, title? And so it was, <laughs> yeah, you know, lesser lesser heard maybe than some other Jay-Z albums, but I thought it was a really strong album and for me, this was the best song off of the album, and it's a it's sort of a classic Jay Z beat in a way. It has yeah. um, deep bass line mixed with like background vocals, and it has this really cool, smooth like slow sample from Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. And apparently, it's like almost impossible to get Stevie Wonder to agree to let yeah, you yeah. sample his work. So it's cool that Jay Z. I mean, obviously, one of the biggest living artists was able to get the <laughs> get the uh, approval, but yeah, I mean, at the two-minute mark of this song, Jay-Z starts a verse that pretty much goes for two minutes, and it is classic Jay-Z flow. Like, yeah. it's it's one of the best Jay-Z songs in a long time. I think it honestly would go down in the pantheon of, like, top 25 or top even, even higher, maybe top 10 Jay-Z songs of all wow. time. That may be crazy yeah. to say, but I loved <laughs> <Saying> it. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying yeah. it. Uh, my, yeah. My I, podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's a great song. I liked the album. I it's, you know, he's my favorite rapper of all time even though he's had some questionable albums the past few years, but I love this song Smile. Uh it features a really cool uh spoken word thing from Gloria Carter who's Jay-Z's mother at the end. Uh really thoughtful and just a great song. Awesome. Yeah. Really well said. I yeah, I had a few notes about this song, but you kind of said them exactly so nice, uh, cool. yeah i'm not gonna repeat you there um definitely yeah really great track probably my favorite off of 444 so let's get down it, to my to number one track number I one think people could probably guess what this is and it just it's inevitable that we were gonna end this with our boy kendrick lamar but i'm actually gonna go you know i would say like a lot of people I've seen on, you know, the end of year list, they're picking Humble or DNA as you did, Loyalty. I see a lot of selections, all amazing tracks, but I ride for Element. Hey, 
30 millions later, know the feds watching. Auntie on my telegram, like, be cautious. I be hanging out at Tams, I be on Stockton. I don't do it for the ground, I do it for Compton. I'm willing to die for the shit, nigga. I take your fucking life for the shit, nigga. We ain't going back to broke, family selling dope. That's why you mania ass rap niggas better know. If I gotta slap a pussy ass nigga, I'ma make it look sexy. So this is, um, yeah, track number four off Damn. You know, if you haven't heard my full thoughts on Damn, you can go back and listen to our album dissection of it where we (laughs) we recorded it like the day after it dropped. And that gives you all of my thoughts and totality on this amazing piece of work. So, but Element, so the first time I heard this song was actually through LeBron James had like, um, got like an advanced copy of this because they're like boys and he was like working out to this album and like playing it in oh, the background. It, I it was like that. through like either like an Instagram or like Snapchat story. Yeah. So there were just these like clips in the background. And I remember hearing this and just being like, what is that? Huh. Like, what is that? Give yeah. that to me right now. Like, yes. it was just, I mean, I knew it was Kendrick and he was like, LeBron like knew all the words somehow already, even though like this album hadn't even come out. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, Basically, when I finally got hold of this album, like I said, it's track number four. When I first listened to this album all the way through and this came on, it just kind of solidified to me that I was witnessing something that I knew I was like truly going to love. And on Element, it's just K-Dot, as he goes by at times. It's just like he's pure flexing on his flow here. I wouldn't say it's definitely not his most technical Mm -hmm. rap flow. Um ever are on this album but it's the most confident i've ever heard him Hmm. it's like when the drums first come in the kick drum first comes in has any like rapper's voice ever sounded more just perfect over a beat i mean it's just like in the line you know i don't tell me i can't write it's a rhetorical question the answer is no um (laughs) i you know i don't do it for the gram i do it for compton and then it just goes right in it's just like oh it's a great drop and the hook and chorus, you know, sung by Kendrick, it really just shows his diversity. Like, you know, he's showcasing, like, he's got a really nice vocal tone and, um, mm-hmm. you know, can sing. You know, mark my words, he will do an album someday where he's just singing. And I think he kind of showed, like, you know, with the track, like, Love and what he does on the course here and some other features and whatnot. Um, the lyrics in the course, um, I'm not going to repeat them because, you know, I'm a white man and I, you know, I'm not <laughs> going to do that. But, uh, sure. It's, um, you know, he's saying basically that he can do soft tracks and he can do hard tracks better than anyone else. And what's really cool about this is that like he's demonstrating this sonically as he's singing it because, you know, in the verses, it's like really hard gangster rap. And then the Mm -hmm. chorus is like very soft and melodic. And he's basically showing like, I can do this and I can do that. And it's better than all of you. And that's the truth. Um, I noticed that James Blake, um, did some production on this, Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I can really kind of hear his influence um, kind of just in the keys in that chorus. It's very like kind of, it's like pop in one way and then it switches. It sounds like kind of sad and melancholy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a song that makes you feel like you can do anything as long as you're in the zone or in this case element. So I don't know. It's just got like a really like powerful message. And sure. this is just, when you talk about just, songs that you just loved listening to yeah this undoubtedly is my number one of the year so awesome that is why it is there 
Well, yeah, and and getting back to my number one choice, Smile, it's, like you said, just an inspirational, beautiful rap song, like, so well-constructed. I'm speaking about Smile here, Um, Mm -hmm. and just featured some great lines and just classic flow, and yeah, I think both of us chose really well-produced and constructed rap songs that uh you know impacted by us two the legends. most this year yeah by two rap legends and i think clearly it's safe to say we both agree that damn is the album <laughs> yeah, if you of couldn't the guess year. by now the, yeah right. so i mean we didn't make an uh, album of the year or top five albums list but I, I think it's safe to say that would be number one on both of our lists and this was a really fun activity to do um, definitely caused a little stress and uh, heartache, maybe even um, right. to try to whittle right. down and cut artists that we do enjoy and had great songs this year. But we had to whittle it down, and it was it was fun. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. So I think that's going to do it for this episode of Must Go Faster. Uh, thanks so much, everyone, for listening as always. Um, do want to say that this will be our last episode in 2017, but we'll be back uh, early in the new year with our top 10 movies. You know we weren't going to leave out movies yes. on the best of year list, but there's a lot we still want to see before we yeah. do that top 10, so we're going to like try to binge a lot over you know the christmas break yeah. you know i'm not I mean, gonna see my family i'm just gonna see watch <laughs> yeah kidding. Uh-huh. i mean there's a little movie called star wars there's the yeah. shape of water the post uh, Fant- uh i think uh, call me by your by the name. name of paul thomas anderson maybe oh a little movie like, called right. phantom thread so yeah, yeah there's still like five or six movies that we both want to see so we couldn't we felt like we couldn't do our our movies list quite yet so we'll bring that to you early january uh, it was a really fun year of podcasting, Ben. Our our first year of podcasting is complete, and I can't wait to start year two. And, oh, man. Um, I'm going to get emotional. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, no, totally. It was awesome, and yeah, looking forward to uh, doing many more in the new year. Uh, yeah. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Have a great new year, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Happy holidays. <laughs> yeah, right. happy yeah, holidays, yeah, yeah. and happy new, new year. year. And we will talk to you guys soon.